Hey, what up everybody? Tim Castleman here and welcome to another fantastic edition of the Two Drink Tim podcast. As always, I am your host, Tim Castleman, and I thank you so much for hanging out, paying attention, and actively listening today. I want to share with you guys something today that will not change your life in any way. It will not lead you to the biggest breakthroughs that you've never thought possible before, and it certainly won't help you or guide you along the way to having your most profitable year ever. That's only what it's done for me, okay? Results not typical because what I'm actually going to talk about today is a deceptively simple practice that people have been doing forever that we have long since forgotten that I think needs to make a huge and dramatic and drastic comeback. And that is the art of journaling. I know, I know. It sounds as exciting as talking about time management or how to do a at-home anal bleach kit. But listen to me. Had you told me I was going to be recording a podcast about this a year ago, I probably would have laughed in your face. Had I laughed in your face and not done what I'm about to tell you to do, I would not have saved a marriage, most likely, right? Saved a business, for sure, and been able to grow my business like never before, along with working through a lot of my issues personally and professionally through this entire process. So, I will tell you, this is probably one of the top five smartest things I've ever done in my business and my personal life, and I highly recommend that you take action on what I'm going to share with you today. So let's get started, right? The idea came to me, I wish I could say originally, uh, I've actually had this idea for a long time. I have been a serial journal collector. I mean, I have moleskins, I have Evernote special pens, I've got, you know, I I bought an iPad, Uh, I've actually bought two iPad pens this week, thinking I was going to take notes on my iPad. I mean, I've done the audio journal, I've done a WordPress book, I've freaking done it all, okay? But I've never been able to consistently and regularly keep up with the habit of journaling. And that all changed last year uh, when I was talking to my buddy Colin Dario about uh, about this process. And he said, oh, yeah, I actually talked about it in his breakout 2013 talk. And he said, oh, yeah, man, he said, uh, a buddy of mine, I think his name was Jerry, uh, recommended I, I take a business journal and I write down my plans for the next five years. So I did it and it had a tremendous impact on me. And I think you should do the same. And it could not have come at a better time because about the time he made that suggestion, I was seriously contemplating just quitting marketing altogether. I I was fed up. I had just gotten out of a terrible business partnership that had cost me $100,000. I was pretty much depressed, spending a majority of my days inside and some days not even getting too far out of the bed, right? I was lost at what I wanted to do personally and professionally because I hated the business I had created both offline and on. And I was just kind of at a crossroads. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. I'm not going to, you know, treat it like every other woo-woo suggestion I've got and say it's crap and instantly dismiss it. I'm actually going to sit down and I'm actually actively going to do this. So the first thing I did and the first thing I recommend you do is I kept it really, really simple. Okay. Now, like I told you, I have leather-bound notebooks. I have moleskin books. I have Evernote books. I have online books, offline books. They all share only one thing in common, and that is they never get written in, or if they do, it's for a page or two only. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm not British, right? But 
I just can't seem to write in fancy notebooks. And I think the reason that is is because I believe in a fancy notebook that it can be – it has to be perfect, right? My penmanship has to be perfect. I have to draw within the lines. I can't mess up. I can't – no, I can't say that. This is too fancy of a notebook to write a, my favorite penis joke or something along those lines. So the first thing I would tell you is go really simple with it. Believe it or not, what I ended up doing and settling on was the good old-fashioned – composition notebooks that a lot of you probably remember as a child okay these things can be picked up for like a dollar to three dollars anywhere and that's why i picked it up believe it or not right if i'm in the middle of a journaling session and i run out i can go to walmart 7-eleven i can go practically anywhere and find one of these notebooks now for me just because i know some of you guys are into this right uh, i go wide ruled i don't do college rule i believe it or not i have personally sat down tried both i, I don't know why college rule lining uh, prohibits me from writing but it does so i actually go wide rule lately what i've been buying for all the folks here in the states is a it's a staples brand it's a composition wide ruled notebook it's 70 sheets okay uh you can get them for like two three bucks you can get them online they'll ship them to you uh, i bought a pack of 10 of them i think for 30 bucks now i did it because I wanted something that was a little more flexible than the old-fashioned hard composition pads. But I also did it because 70 pages, believe it or not, is not a lot of writing. It sounds like a lot, especially if you're not familiar with it, especially if you don't do it very often. But I promise you, as someone that's filling up these notebooks on a semi-regular basis, it's not a lot of writing. Okay. Another thing uh, to go along with this wonderful fanciness, I do have a select pen because I'm am this anal retentive about office supplies. I get the um, G2 Pilot pens. I get them the 1.0. It's got to be bold ink, and I pr do prefer blue. Yes, this is how much time I've spent just on keeping things simple. Okay, so that's what works for me, and I think the reason it works is one, they're easily replaceable, and two, I don't feel like I have to write like the next War and Peace in them. Okay, I can write whatever it is. I can have my bad spelling. I can just write, 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 which leads us to our next point, which is now that you got the tools, you kind of have to use them. And to do that, you're going to have to write. And here's what's worked best for me. What's worked best for me has really um, been just to keep it really simple and really small. So I don't set out like, oh, I'm going to write two pages or I'm going to write for 30 minutes or anything like that. What I'd recommend you do is start off so small that you can't fail. Like, hey, I'm going to write for 10 minutes. Or I'm going to write for five minutes or I'm going to write for a minute. The reason is this, right? I have had this problem, I'm guessing I'm not alone, where it's like, oh, I want to get into shape. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do X. I'm going to get my plenty of sleep. You know, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And none of that crap works because you're trying to change too much and you're trying to make too big of a leap. It's like being sedentary your whole life, sitting your fat ass on the couch, and then one day being like, tomorrow I'm going to run a marathon, and if I don't die, I'm going to get Krispy Kreme, right, which is a terrible thing. I do not recommend that you do that, obviously, because of my 10 seconds in medical school as I pass by it on the college campus, okay? Um, but by saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to write for a minute, it's like it's hard to fail, and it's also one of the things that once you get started, you can't stop, right? Kind of like sex with strangers. Once you get started, you just can't stop. Kidding, kidding, kind of on thin ice. I almost got the crap kicked out of me from the last podcast about the whole purse comment, so I just want to be perfectly clear. Sex with strangers, along with eating Krispy Kreme while running a marathon, not recommended, okay? That's from your favorite doctor, Dr. Tim Castleman, okay? So keep it real short, right? And keep the time commitment very, very small. Now, I will tell you, I have written for hours at a time. 
I will tell you that I have written multiple times per day, but I never once expected that or set that to be the expectation. Now, I will also tell you I used to write in the morning, first thing, and I loved doing that because I had all the time in the world. The problem with that was when I got done with it, I felt like I had accomplished something, which I had, but I felt like I had accomplished everything I needed to do for the day. So I was like, well, you know, it wasn't a really productive day, but I did do some writing, so there is that. So I'm just going to take today off and hope that somehow my bills get paid. So again, I don't recommend that you do that. What I typically try to do is try to write in the evening times. Now, sometimes if I can only write in the morning or the mid-afternoon, that's fine. I just like to avoid doing it first thing. That way I can get some other things accomplished. And the other thing I think that benefits by writing in the evening is you've lived your life that day, right? You've gone through the shit and the muck of the day or the joys and the ups and the downs or whatever it is so you can reflect on that day so you can kind of get capture that in the moment feeling instead of like well I hope today is a good day and a prosperous day and a day that makes it lets me see many foreign lands I don't know why I talk to myself like I'm an 1800 settler when I do but I do Okay, so that's that's thing. Keep it really simple. Keep the time coming really small. Try to do it in the evening. Okay, like everything, you're going to have to make it a priority. So I know that's hard for those of you who have kids and spouses and stuff like that. I have a spouse. I don't have children. I can put my kids in the kennel. The you know, no CPS going to get called on me. Make it a priority. That's the only thing I would tell you. And the other thing is, when you're just getting started, here's what I recommend, because again, this is what I did. Hold yourself accountable, even if it's just to yourself. What I did to do that was every single day I wrote, I took a photo. I took a photo of me writing, which I know sounds so lame, but it was my way of holding me accountable each and every day. And I try to do what's commonly known as the Seinfeld method, which is you don't miss a day. So I would post a photo every single day. Now, by doing that, that allowed me to do a couple cool things. One, I got to screw around with my camera and all the cool little filters on Instagram and all that crap. So I became a photo expert. Two, it got people talking and excited. In fact, this podcast is is a result of probably having no less than 100 people hit me up going, Tim, talk about your process. Talk about this writing. What is it that you're doing? A lot of them who are probably listening now, I love all of you, by the way, right? Um, Or like, man, this guy must just be writing like the next War and Peace or the next Picasso or the next uh, whatever. How can you write a Picasso when it's a painting, Tim? I don't know. It's a two-drink podcast. Get off my nuts. Okay. All right. So what I would do, although there is one famous drawing of a penis in my sketchbook as requested by a fellow reader, okay? Um, so I would post every single day a photo of it. It got people excited, it got people interested, but it held me accountable. And if you want to do that, feel free to tag me on Facebook. I may not always reply, but I'll definitely see the photo. And I did it every single day. And what I recommend you do is you write every single day until you fill up your first notebook. 70 pages, probably only going to take you a month. And here's why it only takes you a month. I don't write on the back of the page. I write on the front only, okay? So I keep it very easy for me to fill it up and to keep things clean in case I ever want to scan them or take photos later or whatever it is. It just really makes it simple. Okay, so do it every day. That's what I do. Sit down. I, I do it here at the house sometimes. I've done it on the road. Uh, the other thing is, if if you can't do it, if you're like I just can't do it at home, it's crazy. Go to us. Go to join the rest of the wannabe authors and unemployed people at Starbucks, like I like to. That's a great thing. Go get your favorite beverage, right? Go get your favorite beverage, then go write it down. When I got started, I used to go get chai spy, uh, spice lattes because I love them and I love being 400 pounds because of them, right? Well, it was like I. 
I, I would set up a, a trigger and a reward system. It's like, hey, you want a you want a latte? Yeah, I sure do, right? Okay, well, let's go to Starbucks and we'll just take this notebook with us. And I tell you what, if you write today, you can buy yourself a latte. Really? Okay. And and that's how I would do it. Like you would like I don't know teach any human being to do something. There was a there was a carrot uh, at the end of the stick that made me want to do that. Okay, so write every day, write every day until your first book is full, and then you can decide how often you want to write then. I don't write every day. I should get back into the practice of it. In fact, since it's the starting of a new month, maybe I will in fact do that and make that a priority to do that for 30 days of the month, uh, of, the month of June. Okay, but... That's what I did. Now, a lot of people want to know, well, Tim, like, what, what do you write about? I just don't understand. Here's the truth. I write about anything that comes into my mind. So right now, if I had to pick a topic, I would probably do some reflection on the month of May and my business, maybe even my personal life, most likely my business stuff. Um, you know, a, a good friend of mine, Mike Caraway, um, just suddenly suffered a seizure and is in a medically induced coma. And my thoughts and prayers, of course, are with his family, but I might write about that and the impact that it would have on my business. And, you know, what do I need to do if God forbid something like that happened to me to make sure my family was taken care of? It's really whatever you want to write about. Specifically, here's a few things that I have written about, okay? I've reviewed products in there. Now, I don't mean like I've sat down and I've taken notes like I do on like a yellow legal pad. I mean, after I'm done, I'll write down kind of the big takeaways. In fact, um, the first, I actually have two journals right in front of me. The first journal entry from this one that I found uh, was actually a Matt Basak product that I liked on solo ads. So I wrote down exactly how I'd want to do that in my business and how I would want to go ahead and proceed and the steps I need to take and everything like that. So you can like review your business or review other people's business ideas, write them down and kind of take away your major takeaways. Another one that I wrote, actually I'm just going through the post here, story time with Uncle Tim, I guess, right? Was I actually had a, a meeting with Brad Spencer and he said, hey, write down the five biggest problems in your business. So I sat down and I wrote all of those problems down. Okay, I've written goals down here. I've written just how I feel during certain situations. The biggest thing that writing allows me to do is be focused and uninterrupted on one particular thought as deep as I want to go. Okay, I'm not on a, a phone. I'm not on anything electronic, so I can't be distracted, although I will tell you, uh, just as a little tip for me, I take my phone with me. I have Spotify. I actually have a soundtrack called Writing, which has about 11 songs on it that I just play in a loop, and they're like 11 of my favorite songs, but because I've heard them a kajillion times, my brain just kind of like, oh, yeah, hey, we like this, we like this, we like this, and they just play on repeat as long as I'm writing. That's another little trigger I set up for myself, so not only do I get the reward of getting a coffee drink that I want, I also get the reward of listening to some really cool music, which I didn't even realize until just talking about it right now. Another thing I'm able to do is kind of work through situations. So I've been pretty open and honest that, you know, I see a council on a pretty regular basis and I still do um, to this day. A lot of what we talk about in those sessions, I write about in these journals, and it kind of helps me process not only what she's trying to teach me, but, but the lesson I need to learn. So like one of the things, I'll just get really personal here, um, that, that we've been working on lately is just kind of my self, 
my self view. See, cause like, even though I've sold a million dollars worth of product and I'm having my best year ever and I've got a great relationship with my wife and my family, like I still can't, for whatever reason it is, I can't let myself feel that. Like I can't be proud of that accomplishment. I'm always looking at other people and going, oh man, why don't I have what that guy has? Why can't I have what that person has? So I'm basically constantly beating the shit out of myself after every major accomplishment. Like, oh yeah, you hit a home run, but that guy hit a grand slam. Well, why can't you hit a grand slam? So one of the things that, uh, that my counselor suggested, she said, look, we've been working together for uh, with each other for about a year. I want you to go back and I want you to write all the major accomplishments you've accomplished during the past year just relating to our time together. And out of that, I was able to sit down and write about four or five pages, and I was able to actually write like four huge things, right? Um, so I, I'm actually going to share this with you. I hope it's not too personal. Um, but uh, like number one, right, I improved my understanding of feeling of rejected by others uh, and change how I interact. So like in the past, if you asked for a refund, I thought that's because you were rejecting me. If you didn't return my phone call, I thought that's because you were rejecting me. If I didn't, you know, Skype you at two o'clock in the morning and you didn't respond, again, it triggered my rejection thing. And then I would be angry and lash out and, you know, all this Dr. Phil uh, bullshit. Um, anyway, I, I figured out that I figured out the reason why. And I was able to change how I react to that. So now I don't let the trigger happen. So now you don't get angry, right? Um, number two, right? Came to terms with my failed business partnership and understand that I made the right call and have never been happier with the results or change in my life and business. That's a huge thing. That's actually one of the reasons I went to start to go to counseling, right? Number three is understood my childhood with my biological father uh, and that he was selfish and only focused on himself and that I didn't do anything wrong as a child to deserve it. I can't tell you how many tears were shed over that moment. And uh, number four, working on my marriage, right? And I understand her perspective and value to the relationship better than ever before. Those are four things that I've accomplished during the past year, right? And as I wrote them, and even as I said them to you, right, I think, holy shit, Tim, like that's huge. So like you improved your life, you improved a relationship, you got over a bad one, and you've come to terms uh, with your business and you're having the best year ever. Here's the thing. If she had not told me to write that shit down, I would not have been able to consciously remember it okay I, I just I don't know what it is but uh, but seeing that finally made me stop catch my breath and say hey I have accomplished a lot in the past year I should celebrate that instead of not celebrating that and beating the crap out of myself so I work on business stuff as much as I do personal there's no rhyme or reason get up and go what do I want to talk about today what is it that I want to write about like this podcast has been on my mind all freaking day so if I wasn't doing the podcast I would write about it talk about things I want to talk about talk about things I want to cover okay and of course this is goal time too I, you can sit down and write out your goals and one of the crazy things is I can go back and look now because I've got several months worth of, of uh, post, if you will, right? I can go back and look and see where I was. Like one thing I should do and one thing I recommend you do is regular and frequent review of your journal. Now, I'm not going to say every week, but, you know, once a quarter probably would be a good deal, okay? So what I should do and I haven't done and I will do after we get off this, our little time together, is to look at the four or five different problems that I was asked to write about a year ago and see how many of those have addressed. 
And the ones that have been addressed, what's new problems or challenges or opportunities for you folks that don't like to call them problems, right, for you to recover from and basically to learn from and to improve upon that. So I try to keep it loose and focusing. The thing is, okay, as in life, don't overthink it. I'm a terrible fucking speller, okay? Thank God for Google and spell check, or you guys would think that I'm a functioning retard, okay? Seriously, I'm terrible at spelling. Um, So I know that, so I just write knowing that I'm a shitty speller and that I know what it means and that it'll be harder to rip off my notes, okay? I write in like two or three sentence paragraphs. If an English major got a hold of my journals, what I'm trying to tell you, they would they would ban me from ever learning English. They would find a time machine to go back and convince my mom not to have. I mean, they, they would do anything they could to not let this happen. But it works for me, okay? And that's the other thing is it has to work for you. Like sometimes people go like, what do you write in your journal? It's like, it's none of your fucking business what I'm writing. It's mine, okay? Just because I decided to write it in Starbucks and cry uncontrollably for 20 minutes does not entitle you to get inside of my head and my life, right? So you decide how open and honest um, you want to be and how forthright you want to be sharing, okay? There's nothing in my journal that that I can think of, uh, minus the penis photo, that I would have to explain to anyone, but it doesn't matter because it's my journal. Nobody sees it unless I want them to see it or if I want to kind of relay those thoughts and feelings in another medium or another format. And that's another thing. It's, It's tremendously great for brainstorming. It's awesome. There have been ideas that I have put in that that journal that have resulted or are resulting in like five and six figure increases. Five or six figure increases in my business. Okay. Um, And the biggest thing, and I know I've hit on it before, but it's so critical, is it allows me to work through a problem. So it allows me to work through a limiting belief or like something that's bugging me and allows me to really interrogate myself in a friendly way you know it's like hey okay i'm afraid of of this well what are you afraid of well what's the worst that could happen right it's like um you know some personal breakthroughs that have been going on in my life one of the things that you know my uh, my counselor always says is like well if you could say anything to that person what would you say to them but what better way to sit down and write it you know and what would you want their response to be and at the end how would this look to you because of everything going on. So that's that's what I'm telling you, is it can be anything and everything that you want. The key is not what you write, the key is that you write. Let me say that again, because that sounded like a motivational poster right there. The key is not what you write, it's that you write. Sit down, wherever you are in your life, it is the perfect time to begin, and it is the perfect time to get started, and work through whatever your biggest issues are. If you need some help on that, right, family, Right, finances, fitness, and faith. I stole all those from Kevin Nations and his rapid selling system. Okay, that's his four. I I focus on this, right? Money, health, relationships. And in money, I include business. You could include, right? And sit down and write. And how do you feel about those things? And what's going on? You know, what, what business breakthroughs? I mean, here we are almost halfway through 2014. Where do you want to be at the end of it? Okay. I had a friend of mine, I um, recommend this, and I, it's something I haven't done, but it would be a great journal. Write a letter to yourself at the end of the year talking about everything that you've accomplished, everything that you're proud of, how far that you've come. Because by doing that, that gives you the ability to now set a goal or a standard. Okay. 
And continuing with Uncle Tim's story time, I'm going to kind of look through. So I, I do ideas. I do kind of, if, if I have something happen in my life on a regular basis, I try to break it down. Like, well, why does this happen? Or what is a common denominator? Like, if I wake up in a bad mood on Mondays consistently for a couple of weeks, I'm, I'm like, okay, why is that? Well, maybe it's because you stay up till 4 a.m. on Sunday. No, that has nothing to do with it. Maybe it's because you drink uncontrollably on Sunday night doing the True Drink Tim podcast. No, that has nothing to do with it either. And basically try to find common causes. A lot of time, you're going to be chasing your own tail or going down the rabbit hole, and that's perfectly fine because there are no right or wrong. Okay. In fact, actually, one of these journalists you're looking at, the opening line is, I'm in a real cunty mood today. Okay. He, uh, I, for the last 48 hours, really, here are some things I think contributed to it. And then I go through and I work through those issues. In this particular post or uh, entry, why can't I not say post, right? Because it, it's like five pages long. So I had to work through that stuff. The next post uh, or entry after that is talking about where I want to be by the end of 2014 with my Kindle stuff. And everything is in here from business to personal to anything that I want to talk about. The bottom line is you get it out of your head and get it on paper because it gives you the clarity, it gives you the focus, and it can give you the business breakthroughs. Not only business, but personally, um, you know, with, with different relationships, and it can help you come to terms with past relationships. And I'm not trying to sell you on anything. Maybe one day I'll create a course on this or who knows. All I'm trying to tell you is that this is one of the simplest and easiest things that you can do. It costs you less than $5 to get started and 10 minutes of your time a day. But I promise you, if you make the time, if you make the commitment, it will take some time, okay? Just like planting a garden, you're not going to see flowers or fruit or produce the same day. In fact, I would say, fill your first notebook and then make a judgment if you want to continue or not. Do that for yourself. It's 70 freaking pages. Shut down Facebook, record Game of Thrones, right? Have the kids watch themselves. I, I don't know. Find the time. If you make the time, you'll see the result. That's the bottom line, okay? So again, go out, grab yourself a composition pad, however you feel comfortable doing it, set it up, make it a daily priority, keep yourself accountable, get an accountability partner if you will. Uh, I think I told Colin a few times, and then after that, uh, I just kind of like, well, I'm just going to post this photo daily and talk about whatever you want for as long or as short as you want. And just remember, it's not important what you write. It's important that you write. So with that, I'm going to call it. That's the end of the Two Drink Tim podcast for today. I really do hope you guys found some value in it and, more importantly, that you put it into action in your own life. I know it sounds simplistic. I know it may even sound a tad woo-woo, but again, it, it's it's delivered tremendous value and results in my life, and I can only hope that it will do the same for you. So with that, until we meet again, good night. Talk to you soon.